The Dental Download Podcast is your source for insight into dental school, conversations with dentists, specialists, and leaders in the industry. With new episodes every Monday morning, I'm your host, Haley Schultz. Let's get into this week's episode. Hello, everyone. Happy Monday. Welcome back to another episode of the Dental Download Podcast. So today we have a guest. Her name is Madison. She is a pre-dental student, but has worked for four and a half years as a dental assistant and has now decided to start her pre-dental journey, get those prerequisites done, apply to dental school, and eventually attend dental school to become a dentist herself. But before we get into that conversation with Madison, I did want to do our weekly intro recapping what's been going on, but more specifically for this week, letting you know what's coming up. I just finished up my break, and when you're listening to this episode, it is our first day of classes for D2 Fall. So I'll quickly read off the classes that we're taking for D2 Fall, and then we'll get right into the episode with Madison, and in future intros, I'll let you know how the new semester is going. So for the second semester of our D2 year, which is D2 Fall semester, I am in 20.25 credits. I'm not going to say the credits for each class at this point, but in future episodes, like my recap episode, you'll get to hear that. To keep things short and sweet, the first class is Oral Facial Complex Health 3, and then Periodontology 2, Principles and Endodontics 1, Comprehensive Care Clinic, Oral Medicine Radiology, The next one is periodontics, which is just the perio rotation portion of comprehensive care clinic. And then we also have restorative, which is another component of our comprehensive care clinic class, as well as the oral med and radiology. And then we also have clinical foundations too, which is our D2 sim lab, where we're going to be doing crowns and bridges. And then we have diagnostic sciences too which is more of like oral pathology. And then for my selectives, which is the elective class that I get to pick, I'm taking a presentation skills class. And then I'm also taking another class for clinical foundations that is for removable pros, which is dentures basically. And the last three classes are periodontal therapy one, gastrointestinal system and orthodontic diagnosis. So you can see from that that we only have one class that isn't dental related. That one being the gastrointestinal system, but everything else is specifically related to the oral facial region and clinical care and things related to dentistry most specifically. So I'm really excited to finally be getting more into that dental curriculum with all of our classes rather than kind of half and half, which is a lot of how D1 year was. So I'm looking forward to the semester and more updates to come in future intros. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. All right. Hi, everyone. So we have another guest here today, and I'm going to let her introduce herself. Hi, guys. (laughs) My name is Madison. I am currently living in Florida. 
I have been a dental assistant for four and a half years, and um, I'm currently attending um, FIT, Florida Institute of Technology, and I'm a biomedical science major. That's awesome. When did you start <laughs> your classes there? Like very recently? Um, so, so yeah, I, I haven't started yet. I start next month in exciting. like three weeks. Yeah, at the end of August. That's exciting. So you mentioned you were a dental assistant for four years. Could you just kind of walk us through your timeline, I guess, after high school, how you went about becoming a dental assistant, and then when you kind of realized, I think I want to be the dentist? Yeah. So right after high school, I moved to Arizona and I knew that I wanted to pursue my journey in dental. I have always, ever since I can remember, I've always said that I'm going to be a dentist one day, but it's so much school. It's a lot of school, a lot of money for school. So I wanted to really see if I like it first because I knew nothing about it. So I went to a one-year college in Arizona that it was just strictly dental assisting curriculum. And um, it was then in the dental assisting school that I learned that I want to continue my journey. I love dentistry. I'm obsessed with it. (laughs) Um, So I, I originally planned on just being a dental assistant for one year after just to get into the field and stuff, because I knew I loved it. But truthfully, I just like, I kept getting promoted, I became like the lead. And I just felt like I was gaining so much experience. It's hard to leave when you're when you're getting paid good money, and you're valued, you don't want to leave. Right. But um, it's been about four and a half years now. And I just feel like there's no more room in the pot that I'm in to continue growing. I feel like I am ready for more responsibility. I, I just want to learn all the details about all the stuff I already know, kind of. Were you at the same office for this whole time? If you mentioned like kind of moving up in the ranks? Yeah. So I, I worked for corporate. I started working at a corporate office because I moved around a couple of times. So it's easier to like move around in the corporate. Um, And I stayed there for like two years. And then I worked in a private practice for like four or five months. And it was, I didn't really like it. (laughs) So I ended up going back to the corporate and I worked there for another two years, two and a half years. And now I, here I am. (laughs) So since you've been exposed to kind of corporate dentistry, do you think that's something you want to work in, like as an associate, as a general dentist, or do you have a different kind of goal for once you're a dentist? Probably not. I, maybe in the beginning, I think it's a good way to get started. Um, But I eventually want to own my own practice and run it the way that I would like to run it. But I think corporate is a good way to get, get started. It's a very, it's, cushions you can it's very flexible like you you have um like a backup plan kind of so you were working as a dental assistant and you kind of realized okay I want to move on and be the dentist what are some of the things that you liked about dental assisting but you also realized okay I'd like to actually move on and be the dentist 
Yeah. So as a dental assistant, you, you get to do all the dentistry without any liability, really. You get to, you get to see what the dentist has to go through and you can kind of change it however you want. It's, it's a artistic, you can be artistic with it. I really love that. But as a dental assistant, there's only so far you can be artistic. Like you can't really design someone's mouth, but you can, you can help the dentist design. You know, if you have that relationship with your dentist, he may let you help him or her designing crowns on like a CERC machine you but you only have so much control over that so I am excited to be able to do that as the provider and learn how to do that um I would say that's the main main thing that I would like more control over um yeah I took a like dental assisting like single day elective type thing this past semester and I did not know that in certain states dental assistants can like place composite and they're like putting in like the rubber dams and everything I literally had no idea is that something that you did often in your roles or not really yeah so it it depends on the state like you said um but that's one of the main things that I just really love about dental assisting is there's so much room to grow you can like place sealants you can I mean you can't place composites unless you have a license for it like you have to go through additional school in order to place composites I think that's about it you can place the composite that's about it um but you can do, you can design the crowns on a CEREC if you learn how, and the dentist is comfortable with you doing that. You can pack cord, you can take x-rays, you can fabricate night guards, topical fluoride, make temporary crowns, impressions, rubber dams, like you were saying. There's a lot of things that you can do as a dental assistant, and that's one of the main things that I really love. And that's part of the reason why I stayed in it for four, four and a half years is to really get good at all of those things. And I just kept learning more and more and more. And I, I was loving it. But like I said, now, I just feel like I need more more room to grow. <laughs> are you planning on working like part time assisting at all during school? Or are you just going to do classes now? Yeah, so I, I just moved here to Florida. And I'm working like one or two days a week at a private practice. And it's just very a a lot slower pace than Mm -hmm. what I was working in. So it's, it's nice to do it while I'm in school and stay in the field, continue making connections and learning more. I mean, every day it's something new. You, you see a new patient that has a different case that you've never seen before. And yeah, I just really, really love it. So I'm going to stay in the field a little bit while I'm in school. I guess it's probably different for everyone, but a pre, lot of pre-dental students want to work as assistants to get that experience that goes a lot more hands-on than just shadowing. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's worth it for students to like take time off of school and work full-time as an assistant? Or do you think that part-time while still taking classes, you'd still get a pretty good experience? I would highly, highly recommend taking maybe a gap year if you can afford it after high school, if you think that you want to become a dentist or get anywhere in the dental field, I would highly recommend taking a year or even two to just 
live the life in the dental field, you get to, it's, it's a lot different um, assisting versus shadowing because when you're assisting, you get to work one-on-one with the doctor and you get to see how their, their life is. You get to see their stresses, their um, celebrations, you get to see everything. So shadowing, you're just going in once or twice, you know, a couple times to get your shadowing hours. And you want to make sure that this career is for you. Because like I said before, it is a long time of school and a lot of money commitment. You'd rather find out before you get into all of that than after. So if you can, if you can do it before you start classes and become a full-time dental assistant first, I would highly recommend it. Um, But if you're just really eager to get going, I think it would also be very beneficial to just do part-time. It's just going to be harder to find an office that will take you in and train you for only a couple part-time. And if they know that you're in school, um, they may not want to train you as much as you, if you were full-time. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And I guess transitioning into a little bit more about your pre-dental life now and looking ahead to dental school, have you heard good things about FIT as a pre-dental institution or how did you end up at your current undergrad? I know that they're a a major like STEM school in Florida, but I don't know anyone who has gone there or anything like that. I just like to move around and experience new things. So um, I wanted to live in Florida. I wanted to live somewhere warm. So, and I wanted to live in a small city and it's in a smaller city. It's not in a big, big city. I'm excited. And there's a lot of science courses that they offer. So that's what I need to get my prerequisites. Yeah. That's awesome. It's good that you're so willing to just like take a jump into new things. That's such a good personality trait. It's something I struggle with, like (laughs) doing the uncomfortable things, but it seems like that makes you excited. So that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I guess you guys get to do in-person classes this fall, as far as you know? Um, As far as I know, yeah, in-person will be there. I'm sure some things will be um, maybe online, but I think for the most, yeah, I think the most part it will be in-person. That's good. Especially, I know even during COVID, they were trying to keep as many labs as possible in person. Yeah. Those are just like you really you do need- have to be there. So. Right, right. Do you have any advice or like, what would you tell someone that wants to make a career change and go back to school, but they're feeling kind of hesitant or scared? What would you tell them? I mean, I would say go for it. If you want to make your career change dentistry, though, and you have already gone a different career path, I would say make sure, make sure, make sure that this is what you want to do. Because I know I've heard from a lot of dentists that may have regretted their decision a little bit because they didn't know. So I would say get in the field, get your get your feet wet in the field and know before you make that commitment, but totally go for it. If you have decided, you know, you're never too old to go back to school. <laughs> I've jumping around a lot with questions, but things just keep yeah. popping into my head that I think would be interesting for people listening. But could you talk through like a typical day when you were a dental assistant, like kind of what time did you get in? What did you do throughout the day? Yeah. 
Um, so back when I was the lead dental assistant, I would get there at like 7.15 for the first patient patient to show up at about eight o'clock. I would, first thing I would do is I would have to turn on all the lights. I would um, unload the sterilizer, set up for all the patients, as many patients as I could set up for. I would set up for right away in the morning. I would take a small inventory of, I would go through all of our drawers and make sure that we're fully stocked and we don't need anything for a patient that day or, you know, any last minute things, make sure we have everything basically. Um, if there was something broken in the office, I would have to call maintenance to come in and get that. I, that's why I would come in so early is to get all of that prepared. Um, and then, you know, turn on the music and turn on, you know, make sure all the trash has been taken out from the night before. Just make sure that the office is presentable for the first patient to arrive. Make coffee. <laughs> um, but yeah, just basically get the whole office set up for the day. Make sure everything is working properly. Sometimes I would do like um, equipment maintenance in the morning. Um, run a spore test, something like that. Yeah, that's a lot. It's awesome that <laughs> people can have such great dental assistants like you to keep their offices running smoothly. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's, you know, it's hard to find. I feel like every dentist will find that one assistant that is their loyal one that they will have forever that, you know, every dentist finds that one assistant that they would just die without. <laughs> Yeah. And I feel like you get so used to working together and they just like, Mm -hmm. you're such a good team by a few years. (laughs) And that's why, that's why I also say like, it's just dental assisting is just different than shadowing. And it's so, it's so much more important if you want to get into the field because you get to create that relationship with a dentist and, you know, then you always have them to ask questions or go back and forth with and, you know, see their struggles and see their celebrations. Mm -hmm. And it's like you said, it's great. You're always going to have those connections that you made with the people that you've worked with before, even though they might be in another state right now, but you can always go back if you wanted to. Yeah. One last question. This is kind of looking ahead, but what's something you're most excited about for dental school specifically when you do get there? Um, So I'm most excited to finally learn all of the details about all of the major subjects I already know about. I am excited to know the parameters for a crown prep. I'm excited to know, you know, I, I see crown prep be done all the time, but I don't know what's going through the dentist's mind, like numbers and um, just all the little details where they're putting the injection for numbing and I'm excited to learn how to do those hands-on things that I see be done every single day mm-hmm. um, and learning the how to actually do the procedures that I, I am so used to just watching um, be done and finally just living out my life purpose of becoming a dentist, feeling like I'm living out my life purpose as a dentist. So, yeah. Yeah. That's so great. I'm excited for you too. I know you have a few years ahead getting through the process and stuff, but it's all going to be exciting. Yeah. Um, I just have a little bit of advice for any dental students that are listening. Um, 
don't take this opportunity that you are in right now for granted, because I guarantee you there's somebody out there that would love to be in your spot right now. And as hard as it is, like in the moment during school, it will pass and you will miss it. Whether you believe that or not, (laughs) you will miss it. For sure. Definitely agree with that. Do you have a good way for people to reach out to you if they do have any questions kind of about what you're going through? Maybe they relate to you a lot and want to ask some questions. Yeah. Um, well, I just have my, my Instagram for now. It's Millie Flossen. Um, yeah. And maybe in the future, I'll make a YouTube video. I don't YouTube <laughs> account. I don't know. Maybe you're so inspiring, Haley. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. But yeah, they can definitely find you on Instagram. And when the episode's up, I'll have a post of you and they could just click through that way. So yeah. Out. Good. Well, thank you so much for your time today. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. All right, that is the end of this week's episode. Next week, we're going to have another guest. The episode will be going up on Labor Day, September 6th, but we do still have an episode, and that is a really cool one with Dr. McCann Lee. Now, this dentist, she owns a ton of practices, almost 20 practices, I believe, practices in Colorado, New Mexico, Florida, Georgia, all through Pacific Dental. So it's a really great insight into the corporate DSO world if you're interested in that and practice ownership and being a really successful female dentist, really having to grind and pay off loans and do everything for yourself. Really, really inspiring story that she has and a lot of good tips and insight that she has for us as dental students listening. So look forward to that episode next week. And then the following week, you will have a solo episode from me. So be excited for that one as well. With all that said, I want to thank you so, so much for listening to our episode this week with Madison. And I'll talk to you next Monday.